it's like I even uh, on a film that I uh, that I was shooting that we're going to be doing a Kickstarter uh, probably in March because that's a better time ever to launch Kickstarters. Uh, it, the film is all shot. It's called Dearly Departed. Uh, it's finally yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the survive a lot. Film is done like visually. It's just the sound mix. It's a very indie sound mix right now, and we need to elevate it. So we just need some additional funds to pay a professional sound person. Um, that is that about for music or for audio, like for vocals, like people talking? Uh, for vocals, but he's going to be doing. We have the music written too and performed. It's just going to be balancing that out because, like, well, also given tenant, you know, a bad sound mix can really affect people's enjoyment of a movie. Do you have someone in mind for the sound mix? Because I might know somebody. Yeah. I might know somebody. <laughs> well, we, we have been talking with people locally uh, up here. But, yeah, I mean, we can definitely uh, keep in contact, too, uh, about that. But um, with that film and what I'm talking about with that freedom is, uh, like, one of our main – actually, uh, the, the main actor of the movie, uh, Jessica Joy um, – a dear friend of mine, she was, uh, there was a line in the script that um, it was a funny line, but she brought up a concern. She said, this makes my character seem like kind of a bimbo. And that's, as a person, not who I really want to embody or portray as anything. And yeah, she was totally right. But the joke worked, so we gave it to uh, these two characters who were complete morons in the first place. <laughs> And the thing is, is like, you know, if, if there, and my advice, like, if anyone's feeling legitimately uncomfortable about something, you know, filmmakers, they need to be responsible and aware of that. And uh, cast and crew need to feel empowered to speak up because you are just making a movie. You know, it is not worth, you know. And I mean, there's some degree of discomfort, like, oh, this is a big emotional scene. I'm nervous. You know, like, there's a difference between that and, oh, I feel unsafe, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why he's got a gun pointed towards me. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that thing, too, uh, of, like, guns and safety on set is, like, because, yeah, there was a big standoff in the movie, uh, and we were filming it in the desert. I think I talked to you about this with you guys last time. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> in a desert and yeah, we're indie filmmakers. Um, I'm sure we did get permits in the most part, but we figured, well, this is Eastern Washington. Nobody drives out here. And uh, we were right. But at the same time, because I didn't want to get shot and I didn't want anyone else to, orange tips were left on. And, you know, it's worth a couple hours in post just to ensure everybody's safety. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to filmmaking, in particular low-budget filmmaking, uh, you do have to think about who you're trying to reach, but not pander to them. Like if you're, okay, I'll give an example. Like, say you want to make a slasher movie. I totally do. Uh, but you have to think like, okay, if I'm making a slasher movie, do I want it to be one of more of the, like, like the late seventies to uh, slashers where it was more atmospheric, you know, they tried to make it a little bit of a mystery. I mean, uh, like, you don't know, like Friday the 
the goal of the first Friday the 13th, you didn't know who was doing the kill. Um, or are we going for 80s slasher, in which case it was gore effects to the max? And uh, Greg, from your satisfied smile, I think I know which decade you prefer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm like, okay, so you've got to know your audience. And then uh, I'm not saying cater the script as in, oh, if I put this in there, people will like it. Because audiences are smart, especially now, like, especially now with streaming and a whole. Uh, Captain America and Chris Evans are awesome. Um, but uh, especially with a whole slew of, um, uh, of like, content available, there, there's you don't have the investment of, like, well, I paid for a ticket. I might as well see the whole damn thing. Uh, you're just like on a streaming platform and you're like, okay, this sucks. And then you'll just try, you know, try out the next thing. And as soon as I feel like I'm being pandered to, uh, I'm like, I'm like, okay. So then again, I kind of like cinematically waterboard myself just to like, okay, this is awful. I'm going to see how bad this can be. <laughs> I have no idea how some of these people actually like make it through these films and say, "Yep, this is my best effort." It's <laughs> uh, so funny. Like I, I was telling Greg, uh, like, when, like or he, Greg just knows. Like whenever I'm looking at a website, how like hypercritical I am because it's something I build. So even when it is shitty, I'm gonna dig super deep. Like, look at this. Look at this. Like, what were they thinking? And it's like my brother's the same with music. He does music production, really high quality, and he hears something. He's like. Like, didn't they just know if they just did this? Like, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Because like, so it's like, I'm sure it's the exact same with film. It's just like well, you almost are analyzing how bad it is, why it's that bad, and reminding yourself why you do things the way you do things. Oh, definitely. It's like if okay, a, a company I have a funny viewing relationship with is the Asylum. You know, and no, they are not the worst filmmaking company out there. It's like it was like. Charlie was like the worst. I'm like, oh, Junior, you haven't lived. Like someone tried to say, like the Meg's a really bad movie. No, no, it's not. It's got A-list stars, high quality CGI, and you know was not shot in somebody's basement. Um, but like, there's a whole different cur uh, grading curve. But. Um, there was a movie that I tried to watch. There's almost any movie that I put on I can watch. Um, it has to be really bad. So I, I can't even think of the movie. It had like Halloween in the name of it or something. Okay. Or something like that. And it, it was a horror movie. Well, what they were attempting to be a horror movie. And, um, and it was shot in upstate New York. And I was like, oh, cool. It's like local. It, it was really bad. <laughs> Um, I got like four minutes in, and I was like, I don't. It, it looks like super, super indie. Like they shot on like a camera, like a, just a regular, oh. like what I used to do in like middle school. And I'm like, like not even Blair Witch Project. Like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, they they like looked first at um, like a, a traffic light, and then they looked down, and then there was like a rock or something, and then there was like this creepy dude, and that was it. That's like all I could like really handle and i was like what's happening here uh, okay yeah so to answer a question posed earlier 
I think currently one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Actually, it's a toss-up because as soon as I pulled pulled it down from the shelf, I immediately thought of another one. So here we go: Shark Exorcist. What? Uh, is it worse than like Sharknado? I've never seen any of those, but it's got uh, eight movies now. I think so. It's got to be at least better, <laughs> better than one-off indie films. No, no, okay, no Sharknado. Yeah, no, no that 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 is kind of like Deep Blue Sea uh, <laughs> compared to um, compared to Shark Exorcist. And my point is, is like. They had a really fun B movie idea, you know, of like, yeah, it's clearly a crazy movie idea. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying if you're gonna make a Gonzo out there movie, just go for it. Really embrace the concept. I mean, they had a demon shark in their movie, and I think <laughs> enough CGI to render or budget to render four shots of it. And <laughs> the rest of the time is like. You're focusing, and apparently, when the shark bites you, you know people get possessed by these demon forces. And I'm like, man, this could be really solid entertainment. It, and it wasn't. There was like a 10 minute scene where I, I'm I'm not kidding. You see a woman who you've never met before. She uh, she's driving, lay like lays a towel out on the beach. Uh, sunbays we get to watch the entire time like like it's this gripping then um uh then we have uh uh this creepy guy start taking photos on his phone he walks away and then a demon shark somehow i think i think like jumps up and kills her or some something kills her and and this is like like 10 minutes before the credits the scene happens, so I, I'm saying, and also, but yeah, also uh, Rego, um, it's a indie kaiju movie. I love kaiju movies with all my heart. I could not get into that one, and I bought it on Blu-ray because if you don't snatch up kaiju merch, physical kaiju merchandise, it's gone. And this one, I'm like, well, I own it. I'm, I kind of don't want to sell it because then people knew I had it. <laughs> but okay and to answer the cast's question uh what's going on with the spider-man 4 fan film i'm doing a lot of uh myself Brent, and the others are doing a lot of pre-production work uh because we were supposed to have started shooting this year of course covid hit and we made the decision not to risk anyone for a fan <laughs> film that we wouldn't have even we were not able to see a profit on so um everything is being storyboarded production designed it's like like i've got these production bibles going uh and so when it does get time to shoot the movie it's going to be way faster than us trying to figure it out as we're going uh so that's where it's at as soon as uh as soon as we're able i'm definitely gonna you know be posting uh images and things like that. Like on my channel, I do some fan art and talk about the movie, but it's not at a standstill. We're still working. It's just kind of like, like Brenda's doing some other like fan film projects. Uh, not that he's abandoned it, but just something to do. Uh, and 
And yeah, so that's that's the update on that. But anyway, don't make Shark Exorcist, guys. That is, uh, as far as filmmaking goes, that, from my opinion, is about the low bar in terms of quality. Now there's matters of taste that when people say, oh, this is the worst movie ever and things like that, then I'm like, okay, someone may love a movie and think this is the best. Then there's others like, oh, this is hot garbage. Yeah. I actually, I don't know if it classifies as an indie film, but um, there's like a guy that teaches like a script writing and stuff on YouTube that I watch sometimes at work because can't do anything else. And um, he kept talking about the film, There Will Be Blood. And yep. that's a really good movie. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah the fun, see, and there we go, because there's a difference of opinion. I really did not like There Will Be Blood. Um, now I respect its cinematography and Daniel Day Lewis. I, for me, did I did not like the music score. It like totally to me threw me out of the movie because as soon as I start to get into it, it's like, it's like and, yeah, yeah, and uh, also for me, I'd like a faster paced movie. I was like watching No Country for Old Men and uh, same year, and I'm like. All right, this is my thing. Holy crap, they just killed the main character. Spoiler alert for somebody who hadn't seen a Best Picture winner from like 10 or more years ago. <laughs> of course it's you, Greg. Of course it's you. <laughs> I have a lot to still like watch. I watched Terminator 1 and 2, so like people should be happy about that. I am happy about that. That was also a really good low budget movie. Yeah, uh, Travis Gibbs. Like, I'm not coming on any podcast or anything until you watch that. I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta watch that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to unfriend you, but <laughs> I was just gonna do the uh... follow you and be like, you have to watch more stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, anyway, you don't know who the main character of There Will Be Blood is, though. So maybe there's that. Um, no, sorry, No Country for Old Men. I get. I want to watch it. I just there wasn't any way to watch it without me like wanting to pay to watch it at the time. So oh yeah, I could like right now. Wanted to not right now, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, take take a break. It's fine. But um, but, but yeah, it, but yeah. So I'm thinking that when uh, yeah when you shoot your movie, yeah, craft service is probably your most important thing. That's what um, people say. Like um, there's a guy we had on earlier yesterday and or today okay. all the days are blending together. Yeah, today. it was today austin was on i think yesterday it was yesterday no okay. what's the one you were talking about austin was yesterday but austin yeah and he, he was talking about that but like somebody else also was talking about how like uh food and you have to pay your people uh you have to give food feeding, like, yeah feeding your is like the, one of the most expensive parts of films. Yeah, said that too. It is now. A lot of actors, in my experience, know if you're just doing something low budget, um, they're like, "Okay, we love to act, and this won't, it isn't taking time away from our day jobs." If if they're not full time actors, so we'll accommodate, we'll do it, but you have to treat them like royalty. You know, and that means good food. And I, I, go for, I go for healthy stuff, you know. 
Uh, bacon. All no. of the eggs and bacon. Eggs, bacon, steak. Oh, oh definitely, because okay. the thing you really need is a tired crew and a tired cast who have just eaten a lot and are sluggish when you are trying to make your day. Uh, and like, move. No, I just ate too much. Like, what about the Raptor Priest movie? That's a thing. What is what is that? Velocipaster, I have not seen yet. Velocipaster? Uh, yeah, I do know it exists. I just haven't seen yet. Oh, but it reminds me. We are talking making low-budget fare. Uh, there was a movie made, I think it was called like also, speaking about sharks, since they're on my mind for no reason. Uh, speaking of a fun shark movie, I think it's called Ghost Shark or something like that. And here's how you make a B movie and have it be fun. Okay, a shark is killed in some weird cove that of resurrection because some ritual is performed there. And wherever this water, wherever there's water, the ghost shark comes, bites people, kills them. And it's like it bites a guy in half at a water cooler. There's like some girls doing a bikini car wash, and the shark is jumping from bucket to bucket, like bite, uh, biting off chunks of them. And I see that, and I'm thinking, those people put their heart and souls on their sleeve and said, This is our movie. And I am 100% behind that. Um, I just remember, I was trying to remember what um, the name of the movie was. And it's funny how I ended up finding the name of the movie, but. There's a movie that a friend of mine was like, this is like my favorite B movie. And it's like, meaning like it's really bad, not because it's a like, you know, uh, cult classic. And it's, uh, it was Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> and this is how I found that movie, by the way. I was trying to run through all the scenes in my head and I, and I literally went to Google and I typed in B movie Snake in Toilet. <laughs> And that's the first link that came up. I was like, yes, Google, you knew exactly what I meant. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, that's the thing is I, I love these little gems of movies. Like, people think I'm joking, but I'm not. I Okay, I was I was shopping at a Winco, right? I, I don't know if they have them out east, but uh, a Winco, it's like a grocery outlet, but it's like one of those everything stores where you have magazines and and I find this, and I'm I'm browsing through the DVD section because if you say like, I think like five or like four ninety nine and under DVDs, I'm like, hello, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, oh. I pull out, yeah, <laughs> I pull out a thing called like Murder Machine Three Pack. At this point, I am obligated to buy it. <laughs> and. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about the. I think, yeah, I think they were all three were from, like, I think, Full Moon Entertainment. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I will definitely sacrifice this meal so for these movies. And yeah, first movie I watched was this thing called Murder Cycle. I am not kidding. And uh, it's about this alien entity that possesses this random dude on a motorcycle and. He's like, like attacking this squadron on patrol. For it is more coherent than I'm describing it, but I'm thinking I'm enjoying myself. This is now the baseline that I judge movies. Is it more enjoyable than Murder Cycle? Yes. If the answer is no, then you have failed 
utterly and wholeheartedly as filmmakers. Like, uh, what was it? I watched the this Robert De Niro movie called The Good Shepherd. Everyone, how was it? Not motorcycle good, <laughs> but but it's like directed by De Niro and stars Matt Damon and Angelina Jolie. I know, but I like motorcycle more. Sue me. And, and for some reason, if Robert De Niro is really bored and watching this, um, oh, sorry about that. Well, you can always give me the money. <laughs> but uh, then I'm sorry, Mr. De Niro. You should have tried a bit harder because I like motorcycle more. This random guy from Washington that uh, disapproves. But but yeah, I guess overall with filmmaking and any kind of art in general, but. I guess my main points are figure out what the medium is, if it's even if, what the medium for your story should be. Draw as much from your own life, your own feelings and emotions as you can. Uh, yeah, put your heart into it. Uh, uh, I don't want to sound like Dr. Phil, but we all had a saying, but <laughs> no, my, my dad had a saying that I kind of live by, which is, if your heart's not in it, get your ass out of it. <laughs> I mean, those are the two major organs of the body. I, I'm not a scientist, but that's. But I think that that's kind of what I follow. Anyway. Exactly. I, I I don't know if there's anything else important, but uh, yeah. Then also learn what your crew is doing, so you know how to communicate with them. Visual effects, lighting, sound, whatever. You don't have to be a master. You just need to know. Also, don't tell people how to do their jobs. That is so condescending. Yeah, you hired them to do the job. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I was working uh, favorite animated Disney movie. That is uh, easy. I really, really enjoyed uh, Atlantis because... Uh, if I hear the word Atlantis one more time, I'll jump in front of a bus. Ah, I'll push you. <laughs> okay, I enjoyed the A movie. Uh mainly because I am not a musical fan. And yeah, I was a very little kid who mentally checked out anytime they started singing in a Disney movie. But anyway, shoot, feed everybody, feed them well if you can't pay them. Uh, and in post, it's the same. If you're not editing your movie, get someone who has no familiarity with the material and tell them to watch it. If it doesn't make sense to them, that's your first test screening you're you haven't failed you just need to try harder as far as making millions and releasing it i'm still working on that step but i will get back to you so, as soon as i can on that also hercules that's, that's my favorite yeah a distance okay okay also i like milan too as i said though i was the first... two or also 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 okay. need to be clear yeah <laughs> yeah i Again, I'm the weird person who like, yeah, this is really cool. Oh man, they're singing again. Okay, I'll just sit through this. But uh, <laughs> Greg, have you seen these movies? They're, they're <laughs> they don't have real people. They're, they're animated. What is Disney? I don't know what Disney is. What is, uh, is this? Is that a company? They're hand drawn. It's like comics that move. What is a comic? A comic, okay, uh, it's kind of like a storybook, but the lettering's better, and there's more pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I should check them out. 
<laughs> you should try it at seernovacomics.com. There's yeah. <laughs> another plug for like the millionth time. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, anyway, I got your PayPal um, uh, donation. So Cianova Comics is the best platform I have ever encountered. Uh, everything on there is super high quality. No, actually, I really do like your work. Um, but but work or like our artists that do the work, and then we I just like write it. No, no. What I'm saying is that I think it's a good platform, and uh, you know, I've seen so many like people out there saying, oh, we're going to start the new, like, Marvel Comics. Then, like, a co they start a group on Messenger, and then it just kind of <laughs> gets spaced out and then silence. But no, you guys are really stuck with it, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's been three years, and we're still going. Yeah, so yeah, but, and to answer your question, um, Disney is pretty much like the Thanos of the corporate world. Uh, it's going through. What about Amazon, though? Amazon's like. Amazon's like the dark side. Yeah, Amazon, then you got um Apple. Isn't Apple like the first trillion dollars? Is that Apple? The glove? The gauntlet. Oh, it's the gauntlet. It's the tool. It didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and the independents are kind of like. I think we see ourselves as the Rebel Alliance, you know. They came through the portals that we didn't recognize. Yeah, the, no, actually, like <laughs> shows on Netflix that nobody just wants in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, even though I really wanted those in the movie. What? Daredevil. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if I would have done with it more, like except for like maybe like right after the, you know. The, the accident, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I'd love to. I... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and, and thank you for calling me awesome. It really boosts my self-esteem. I mean, I, I do these self-affirmations all the time, but when they come from other people, it helps so much, guys. Thank you. Uh, but... But yeah, I always play them in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah. Where can everybody find you? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm living in witness protection right now. It's not the best time for me to disclose my location. But if you want to find my uh, online presence, uh, the film production company that I run with my uh, best friend and business partner Daniel is Franklin Husser Entertainment. Yeah, we combined our last names and assumed we were entertaining people. You can find the you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, for my own uh, work that has nothing to do with Daniel, other than him saying, "Yeah, that's cool." When are you get back to the movie work, uh, you can find me as Eric on Paper uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I try to post a new episode every week. Um, of course, I was doing these two panels, so I'm blaming the delay entirely on you and not my time management skills. Just make sure that when you go to tell everyone, I, I'm blaming SeerNovaComics.com. SeerNovaComics.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, that'd be fun. But yeah, um, yeah, SeerNovaComics.com. Um, my panels run long, mainly because we have to explain to Greg what the movie we're talking about is. But... Uh, what movies are in general. 
<laughs> what is a movie? Uh, okay, okay. So you know how we told you about animated movies? Okay, okay a picture. Imagine that moving, kind of like, uh, but at 24 hours. Yeah. And some of them have sound, too. Yeah. And some of them are in 3D. Ooh, face. Oh, yeah, I think that trend is dying, and I'm kind of okay with that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can, yeah find me on YouTube. I definitely like I definitely like more subscribers, um, of course, because it, honestly, if I could get you know paid for doing our you know art and talking about it, that would be really cool. Right now, I just get right now I work freelance, so I was checking out your last panel. Um, but yeah, there's a huge crossover between film and comics uh, in terms of visual storytelling, but that is a whole other topic and one that maybe we could cover later because I think I'm cutting into another panel now. Yeah, I know Greg put up the Chiron before he even was gone. He's like, yeah, hurry up, let's wrap this up. Okay, I, it's not going to be another talk, so thank oh, you very much, Greg. I'm back on um, our podcast which yeah. it, you can find on Anchor, Spotify. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for coming on. And uh, Wait, you got to share that most recent post. That, most recent post. Oh, second most recent post. This one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for at least one more guy, but you know, I'm going to start adding them in here. Okay, so, speak, so it's like Avengers Portal style? Yeah. Thanks, Raquel. I will follow you back, too. Uh, unless you're sending me death threats, then no, I will not. <laughs> Actually, feel free to. I mean, I need the attention. Uh, boom! Followed you back, Raquel. I, uh, I like receiving mail regardless. So. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, thanks for coming on, and I'm sorry to kick you off like this, but I think uh, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm all alone. <laughs> There's no one here. This uh... All right. All right. Good talking to you guys again.